welcome back, Green Teamers Pod. You Gav, we got Matt on the other mic. Hello. Um, damn, dude, I'm not looking forward to doing this episode at all. <laughs> kind of tough, been, tough I've week. been dreading this. Yeah, very tough week. Uh, all right, Celtics had three games, four games this week, and went nice one and three, um, including two losses to the Knicks. All right, Knicks fans. You guys deserve some love. Um, Knicks are legit. I don't want to put, face the Knicks in the first round. I think they could give us trouble even in the second round. Um, like, Randall has completely transformed his game, I feel like, from last year. Um, Jalen Brunson's just been huge addition. Completely changed the identity of this team. I feel like they're so much tougher with him. And just, like, relentless relentless squad like one through ten i feel like everyone comes out and is like very aggressive dibs has got them playing some incredible defense um and yeah they i i'm not gonna sugarcoat it they they have our number this year um they've been playing really well um so yeah nicks get their flowers nicks fans i mean enjoy it right now for sure um, but you know, you guys have won, I think one playoff series since in my lifetime, I think, um, you have, was, one it? Play- was it against us? It was against us. Yeah. In, in 2013. Win anymore. And then, um, but only like one playoff win in the past 10 years. So, you know, it's great. Enjoy the three straight wins against the Celtics in the regular season, but just know playoffs are completely different and we've seen in years past the Knicks peak a little too early and then kind of crash and burn in the playoffs or come playoff time so I mean hopefully you guys keep it up for your sake but I'll uh I'll believe it when I see it but we can start with the first Knicks game in in New York uh no Jalen Brown for the Celtics um but still I felt like for most of the game it was it just felt like we were never really in it from the tip I mean, we've been able to win games without Jalen before, so I'm not using it as an excuse. Um, but really, from the get go, I feel like we were kind of flat, not not too much energy, bad defense. Although they only scored like 109 points, so I guess the defense wasn't too terrible. But I mean, we shot terribly. That was the game. Tatum got ejected, right, Matt? It was. Yeah. So like, I just felt like it was just complete just work we were this is gonna be a trend throughout the week but just completely uninterested almost and especially tatum is just disappointing i mean matt what what bothered you the most from that game yeah this game was awful <laughs> this is i this was the least obviously the uh, other games later this week were really bad collapses but at in this game i feel like we didn't play well at all throughout no, any we're... Any portion of it, kind of. Whereas the other ones, we had some good moments. Um, but yeah, dude, this this one was, was bad. I remember watching this. Um, not a ton, sort of stood out besides just low effort. Like Tatum's three point shooting, obviously not good enough. I All do. Week. Do you have the uh, box score up? What was he from three? Yeah, I remember you one for one for nine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, our top scorer was Brogdon. He had twenty two points. We shot. 21% from three. We made nine threes on 42 attempts. I mean, I'm going to bring this up now as the first time, and then we're going to kind of talk about it, I feel like, throughout this, this is episode. But point. this is, yeah, this is a big point I've been kind of hammering and, like, raving about lately. And it's also the beginning of my, a little bit of my Missoula shit talking. But I get the whole, you want to get as many threes up as possible. Like, this is Joe's big philosophy philosophy like he's huge on the analytics of like three point rate um but if you're not hitting threes you're nothing helps like it's not going to help chucking up more and more threes and hoping that they start going in like some nights are just not your night and i feel like when you're not hitting and clearly you're just shooting threes to shoot threes you should make some adjustments and shift the game plan away from trying to hit threes and more and just change it, like do something different. But Joe has like refused to make that adjustment in any game this year. And he's like sticking to his guns, but is that totally on Joe? 
Or is that on players too? I mean, it, I feel too, like right? I don't think Joe's telling them to to play differently in the huddle. So I don't think the players are going to play differently. So I, I just don't understand that philosophy. I mean, this week has been terrible because of it. I feel like, I mean, obviously it's not the only reason, but this week as I feel like we have, we haven't had very good shooting performances across all our losses. And it's just like, what are you doing, man? Like, like just change it up. We're, we're such a deep team with so many guys that can, can do so many different things beyond just shooting threes. So I, I'm just so confused on on like his his need to stick to that and and not and not shy away. So it's just it's just confusing. Matt, does it bother you at all? I know you aren't as adamant about this point as I am, but I just think it would be nice, at least in the regular season, to try something else out. Like this is the time to do it. Yeah. I don't totally know what to think of it. So obviously shooting more threes generally is good however when when we don't hit threes we seem to keep as you said we keep shoot shooting them and we lose those games but I just am like kind of curious to see like I, I imagine that's a trend I mean obviously if you shoot poorly from three in the NBA you're probably gonna like if you yeah. shoot 20 percent from three you're probably gonna lose um but it, it would definitely be cool to see like Three point, three point field goals attempted across like wins and losses, and see if just sort of the the sheer number of attempts sort of impacts winning and losing. But but it, it is an issue. I felt like it was definitely an issue in this game. Um, right. But I I don't know. Is it, it's tough? Like is is Mitchell Robinson that good of a rim protector? Are the Knicks that like were the Knicks giving us threes? Like it, it's kind of like yeah. a game by game type of type of thing but it it would be good to see a little bit more yeah attacking. i the point on about mitch robinson especially in the first next game this week was is big i mean i he was also big last night in the second double overtime loss to them but uh like i just feel like rob was getting manhandled yeah <laughs> had no answer right, could not cuts. get a board for his life like he just was getting bodied and and he couldn't establish any presence in the paint. And I don't know, he got hurt uh later in the week, but I don't know. I just feel like he's regressed a little from last year. I mean, last year I remember like we were saying how Mitchell Robinson's like a a poor man's Robert Williams. Yeah. But now it's just like I feel like the gap is closed significantly and Rob's just not as dominant as he was. Dude, last night, last night at the game, Robinson did something and you're like, Rob could never do that. Yeah. What, yeah. He got he got the ball out like beyond like between the free throw line and the three point line. And he had a smaller a mismatch on him and he just went straight into the paint, got a layup. Like very simple, like drive into the paint, get a layup. It was just something I, I know Rob like can do on a mismatch if you want to, but it's just not part of his game. And I feel like it's a huge part of the, like for your big man, a huge part of your big man's game to be able to do that. It just adds another dimension. Like it just makes Rob way less reliant on the players around him. And it makes him a little more like self-sufficient to to create his own baskets and his own offense, um, which is something that the fact that Mitch Robinson can do that was huge. I also noticed last night watching the Knicks in person, Mitchell Robinson just seems like a lot bigger than last year like he put on like muscle like muscle or like weight in general like last year i remember him like being pretty visibly like skinny and like a little lanky but now he's like he's got some meat to him and he just looked much bigger on the court which i think like he was getting every rebound like we were missing so many layups at the rim and i think that was all because of him yeah the, Horford every, had no almost every rebound they were getting like Especially in crunch time, it was huge for them to have him in. Like, it was just tough, man. Like, just they, they, they are built really well. They have like a lot of. I feel like they kind of have. Similar... They're pretty deep, dude. They got nine guys who are yeah. legit. And like they're they're built similar to us. I feel like with like wing, like they switch everything on offense on on defense. They have like their big man, like Mitch Robinson, who plays similarly to Rob. But then everyone else around him is like. Like a lot of like a lot of ball movement, Brunt. Yeah, he's, he's 
he's a defensive liability, I'd say. But you obviously, think? last last night they didn't have didn't that, matter, so they yeah. were. Switch. Let's let's move on from the first Celtics Knicks game. I feel yeah. like that was just, just a bad like, game. Yeah, no effort. Didn't play well. Didn't shoot yeah. well. Like boom. That's fair. Oxygen. That's fair. Um, good response. I guess like the only bright spot of the week is like the <laughs> Cleveland game, but it was a really good response. I feel like, after a shitty game against the Knicks. And then you have this team like the Cavs who had you beat you twice already this year. Um, you knew it was going to be a tough game coming in. And then, yeah. but that game, I felt like we really controlled it the whole way through. I like, like, I never was too worried. We played really well. Yeah. Really good defense. Especially. I felt like we had really good energy. We were locked in. Like we played exactly the way we're supposed to play. The whole game, like consistently, that was that was the thing. I feel like that stood different was different from the other games. Was the consistency from the tip to the end of the game, like throughout the whole time, we didn't like lose focus. Last minute, though, do you remember that last? Yes, two minutes or whatever. It's honestly, yeah, it's a really good transition into the to the Nets game. But then we were up thirteen with like a minute something left, and then we just like Garland got hot. We let him shoot threes, and then they like cut it down. We only ended up winning by four. Um, but still for like 47 minutes of the 48 minutes, I thought we played exactly the way we should be playing. Um, yeah, th- this was a great Tatum uh, bounce back game. Right. I felt like Tatum was, was really, really good. Brown didn't do – he kind of disappeared for a while. Mm. Um, I think he got in a little foul trouble earlier in yeah. the game, kind of sad a bit. And I guess we didn't really need him to, uh, to which be is great. yeah, surprising, <laughs> honestly. I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, very. I mean, even Brogdon and White just played like garbage. They had two points of shockingly, points. yeah, wow, yeah. But then it's smart, was kind of garbo too. He wasn't awful, but if you look at it, three for 11, yeah, three for 11, yeah, only two assists, like just that's... another ho- huge Horford game. Horford was like really big throughout the whole week, I feel like. Dude, awful backcourt production just going yeah. through Smart Brown and those two backup guys. Yeah, that's actually yeah. – I was about to say that. Horford had an absurdly good week. Yeah. Nets game, he didn't do much. But especially the the last Knicks game, last night. Right. And then the Cavs game, he was unbelievable. Yeah, he was. He's he's like our, our – like he's becoming like our spark plug, I feel like. Like his threes like just get us going, I feel like. And they just – the other guys love like just feed off of him, and he's such a good leader and just veteran presence, like really good keeping everyone like calm, especially when other teams are making runs, which I think is huge for us. But but yeah, he's he's st- he feels like he just steps up whenever you need him to. And the Cavs game is a great example. A lot of like yeah. Brown, like you said, Brown, Brogdon, White's all struggling. You need someone else to start scoring along Tatum, and then he just steps up. He started that game six for six from three, also like insane. It was crazy. It seemed like he couldn't miss. Yeah, his um, shot is like on. <laughs> it's it great. is on. Yeah. He's been dude. Do you do you think great. um what what do you think's up with Marcus Smart? I, I feel like he's having some okay numbers in these games, but like just eye test wise, I don't think he's mm. anywhere near the level he was, at, especially at the second half of the season last year. Like yeah, I feel and like he before was kinda, his injury. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or earlier this season, like, yeah. is, is he still hurt? Do you think? Like, his head seems out of it too. I'm seeing a lot of like, yeah, him sort of losing it on the court, getting really mad at refs. I feel like what made What's him so good that? earlier this year was he like understood his role so well, and it feels like he's kind of lost it a little bit. Like, I just I see more of the classic Marcus Smart shots now. Than I did earlier in the year. Less assists, more turnovers. Less more assists, foul. yeah. Trying to force and like do a little too much, um, which which is not what was working for him earlier in the year. Um, he was just much better at getting the ball out quickly to other players earlier in the year, which I think allowed our offense to flow much better, and that's why he was so good. And now it's a little bit. He holds the ball more. I feel like he tries to take more shots. And they're classic bad shots. And it's just, yeah. And then that leads to turnovers. And it's just annoying. And then this is like where we even we've been discussing, like, do you play white over him in certain moments of the key moments of the game just because 
he has these really bad tendencies. And I think it's completely fair. Dude, for some reason, I guess we'll keep talking about that for a sec. Missoula will not play white at the end of games. Yeah. And it seems like he wants to, he wants, he likes being big at the end of games. Mm. Um, But I don't totally know if that is the right call. So like last night against the Knicks, I, I was sort of talking about this this morning with you, Um, but late in the game, sort of, we, we went big with Grant Williams in over Derek White. This is before Smart fouled out. Yeah. And we still got destroyed on the boards, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I feel like they got every single offensive rebound. So many. And the Nets kept switching, trying to get the Grant Williams onto quickly. I feel like that was not working great. So I, I have no idea why Missoula didn't yeah. flip to Derek White. Like, Derek White wasn't playing great. He was playing fine. No, yeah, um, but Smart wasn't either. Like, Smart you didn't need Smart on the court. So would you have gone no Smart or no Grant for Derek White? Which one... What do you uh, do? Yeah, it's a good question. Grant's I feel like we talked Randall. about it in the game. Didn't we talk about it at the game? We were at the game, and I was like, why didn't he go white earlier? Um, Yeah, honestly, last night, it's t- it's tough because you're already in the second. Like, it's so hard to question going back. Like, we lost the game, so it makes it a little easier. But, like. That's a good point. Like, Smart like hit in the, the three. three. Smart yeah. hit the three yeah. to, like, to tie yeah. it. So it's just so tough. I don't know. Like I wouldn't have. I'll, I'll I'll say this. I wouldn't have been mad or questioned it at all if he had gone white over smart. And I wouldn't like even it, like say we had lost and he had played white the whole time. Like I wouldn't have looked at that and been like, oh, we probably lost because he didn't play smart. Yeah. Like it would have been a completely fine decision. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to say. Go back. Like, do I wish he did that? I don't know. I I feel like I should say yes because we lost. Like, because we saw what happened when you played smart and we lost. So, like, try something else. Who knows? Worse that can happen is we lose again. But good point. But if if he had gone back and just and and played white from the beginning, like that wouldn't have we wouldn't have lost because of that decision. So, like, it 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 would have been fine. I think. Um, I didn't get. I didn't understand. I we're kind of skipping the Nets game, but but I I don't care. This is going to be a weird episode. We're just talking through. Talking through the emotions right now of a struggling team, but like last night, we don't you don't have Brogdon. You're playing White and Smart. None of them are playing great. Why do you not play Pritchard for a little bit? I don't get it. I feel like you could have definitely played Pritchard, um, at least for a little bit. I feel like he would have matched up with quickly really well. He could like that's at least that's like one of the guys in the league where you shouldn't be worried about Pritchard being able to guard him because like obviously Pritchard isn't great on defense just because of his size, but quickly is one of the guys where they're at least close in size. Pritchard's really quick and really good defensively. Pritchard so might I, be too long. For I don't Pritchard. know. But, but still, nothing else was working. I just nothing think was working. I agree that Pritchard should have got a run 100%. Yeah. I agree with that. But Same I, with I Blake instead of Grant or Muscala at points. <laughs> like, just try. Because these guys bring so much energy. Especially especially when we were like, when the Knicks were making a run back, like, you got to try something, like, something else. Like, Joe's lineups last night to start the fourth and to end the third were just brutal. Like they was just, so, I'm going to pull it up quickly because we were really like, what the fuck is going on? But it was something yeah, like. He had um, Grant Muscala and Hauser all in yeah. to start the fourth. And that is just, it's such a critical point in the game. You right. can't. And I gave you have a, a, a game like tonight. It was, a, it was the first night of a back-to-back. And you probably want to watch their minutes a little bit, but I feel like it's more urgent you win the game and not go into double overtime in order to manage their minutes. Because in the end, we went to a double overtime, and then Tatum and Brown play like a million minutes, ten extra minutes than they should have. Yeah, yeah. And and now we we haven't seen the injury report yet for tonight, but like I wouldn't be shocked if someone sits. You know, so I feel like yeah. Overall, last night, just some very questionable decisions by Missoula. Like, why didn't you take a timeout with 22 seconds left, second overtime, and you let Grant fuck up? Like, Joe was yelling at Grant from the inbound almost, telling him to go somewhere, and Grant was arguing with him. I feel like the second you see a miscommunication in that point of the game, you you have to take a timeout. You just have no – like, there's no excuse not to. You have two timeouts also. I was like screaming to, for him to take time out, but instead we wasted 12 seconds. 
And then you took. I think that's more on Grant. I said this earlier, more on Grant than Joe. But I agree that he probably at that like. Yeah, it is on Grant. I agree. Not know the play. Like everyone's yelling at Grant in the game. Like Tatum, Horford, all these guys are looking at Grant. Like waving, gets in the right spot. So like. That Obviously, is Grant's clearly fault. it was on Grant, but I guess you're right. It's Joe's job to kind of cover for Grant That's in that job situation. Of the coach. Yeah. Joe would all agree it was on Grant, but if Joe knows it's on Grant, then you take a timeout and you change it. Also, I would have oh, so put Hauser in. After that. Yeah, yeah. I would have put Hauser in. Jesus. Get some shooting because Grant they were leaving Grant wide open and Grant could not make anything. Just ridiculous. Yeah, his play. I mean, and then he, also, he's still. He's faded. He's faded so much. We don't he was guarding Randall right well. Now. I will say they he guarded Randall well at the end of regulation and the end of the first overtime because they kept going. I they kept giving Randall the ball ISO to, on Grant. That almost Gr- saved us, dude. And then Randall would either dribble himself into the far corner of the court and then hoist up a bad fadeaway, or he would dribble into the middle of the lane and then Jalen like twice. We got not like four times honestly. He like blocked him twice and then got a steal twice. So that was really good defense. Like that's what Grant does well, and he, he defends really well. I feel he can I feel defend like, those power forwards well. Yeah, the big, strong, the big, physical power forwards. Yeah, and that's why he was in the game at the end of the day. Like I feel like, yeah. especially with no Rob or Brogdon, you don't have anyone else that can really you can try to put on, on Randall. So that that was fine. Also at the end of the first overtime, like Jalen dribbled it out until like five seconds left, and then gave it to Tatum, at like almost the top of the key. And then you have to rush a layup. It's just like we had so much more time. And if you'd given it to him just a little bit earlier, just bad management there. Uh, just a bad overall game management, I feel like, from Joe last night at certain critical points. Not why we lost. I'm not going to blame that on Joe. We didn't really deserve to win that game the way we were playing, even though we had some good opportunities at the end. But just a frust- frust- very frustrating game. Dude, it's it's interesting, though. Both, both last shots, we – seem to the players getting into the action too That's late true. like yeah. just weird miscommunication late game stuff like you can't get into these late and be rushed like it, it's just it's ridiculous yeah. so are you worried at all about the about this i know it's march which is good we're getting we're kind of working through these <laughs> struggles right now. now but i don't see like a sign of improvement yet and are you worried, worried about at all for the, playoffs? for the playoffs or the team just handling those game deciding late like late game deciding moments. Like, are you at all worried about it? So I feel like this was sneakily like a pretty big issue for us for us last year mm-hmm. as well. And we still made the finals. Um different coach though. I'd say yeah, but our late game, our late game stuff was kind of atrocious. It was just straight ISO. It's, it was almost why we lost yeah. the. Uh, this is di- kind of a different series. issue. I agree that we had this, late. It game is a issues. little bit different. It's both yeah. late game stuff, but that yeah. was more. This is more like timeouts, organization, getting into good sets. That was more just like, why the fuck are we going? The ISO? players playing like assholes. <laughs> yeah, as email. I'm saying. not worried. Not yet. I'm worried more so about the lineups and his reluctance to play Derek White late. Mm. Because this is happening again and again. Yeah. Well, Derek White's clearly one of our five best players. Yeah. So that is what in the I'm playoffs. Muscala's. I actually it's hard to like. I'm gonna say like in the playoffs, like our rotation is gonna shrink a lot, but it's just not. It it's not so clear. Night, it's not so clear cut though, because you also don't know who's gonna be healthy. Like Rob's always hurt, and I feel like it's safe to assume Rob's gonna be hurt in the playoffs at some point. So Muscala, what what do you do? Do you like you have to play another big? So I guess Muscala at least is gonna get some run. And then you're already probably playing nine guys in the playoffs, like in that case, right? Eight. Yeah, eight or nine. Yeah, dude, it's it's tough. It uh, seems like Joe doesn't know who our five best players yeah. are, or like who should be ending. Games. games, but I don't understand why he's not trying other things out mm-hmm. now. Right. Like, test it with White at the end. Test it with. Yeah, this is the time to do end. it. Double Perfect big is though. not good. We're best. We're, I think we're at our best probably when we're 
you're not going to like this, but <laughs> small running, chucking up threes, going, going, going. And Derek White helps us do that more so. I'm than... fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with the chucking up threes, but like good not threes. Not like chucking up. That's a bad way to say no, it. No, I'm like... at shooting. I'm fine with the shooting threes. Like I interpreted it as shooting threes. I'm fine with that as long as it's not like ISO threes or like step back yeah. threes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm fine with the threes where you're passing it around and you're getting the op- the last the like wide open three in the corner on the wing, like that I'm fine with. Or like a fast break and you're moving the ball and then you kick it out to someone wide open, like or like a trailing guy. Like those are really good shots. That's the threes we should be taking. You can take as many of those as you want, but it's just the dumb like Marcus Smart pull up three or like yeah. dribbling yeah. the ball up and not even having one pass and then shooting a three like. Even the Tate, even now Tatum's not at the point where I'm just fine with him shooting any three. Like there were a lot of like step back threes that he was taking last night. He shot the ball well, so I'll get it, it's fine. But hey, like, did you see his shot chart from last night? What what was it? Was, it? No, I didn't. It's going on Twitter. Um, he took 17 threes and 13 restricted area shots. No mid range. No yeah. elbow. Oh, no I saw. I Very saw a tweet like touching on this idea is. He's such a um, like he's so skilled physically, and he has so like his skill set is so good to like getting to the paint. So long, he's so quick, he can finish like relatively well. There's no reason for him to be taking way more threes than layups. Like shooting threes is a good part of his game. Like he should be shooting, like he should be shooting them during the game. But he shouldn't like he should be getting to the rim way more, and like getting more free. Like he his ability to draw to draw fouls also is huge. Like like yeah. there's no reason for him to be settling for so many threes and missing so many of them. Like his three should be the good shots, not forced threes. But yeah, I agree. I, I it seems like Joe's told him to. This is a little different from what you were just going on, but to like get rid of all the all your mid range game, your el- like elbow jumper mm-hmm. game, any of that, and move those to threes. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about for that. him. He's for him, I'm mid-range. fine with that. For J- but like fine. for players like Jalen, like. Like his mid range is unstoppable. I feel like so. So that's that. Like Jalen, I'm dude. Oh, Jalen might a be a hot take. He had a better game than Tatum last. Right time. now, the past month, I saw a tweet about this. I'm gonna pull it up. But do you start running the ball through through Jalen at the end of games in the fourth quarter? Hot take, hot take. But here's some um. Day, Bars, uh, Greeny tweeted this. Since the All-Star break, Jalen's averaging 27, 27.2, 6.2, and 3 on 48 and 44 splits. He's shooting 58 and 40% respectively in fourth quarters, and he leads the team with 7.4 points in the fourth quarter. So if it's it, like And a, he suggests that it, it might be time to play through Jalen late in these games. If it's getting Jalen the ball and having him – like if it's like a last second play or something near the end where it's like okay we're going I so I'm totally good with Jalen having it I just don't think Jalen I do not trust Jalen to make decisions with the ball late compared to like more so than Tatum I think Tatum's ability there is just so so further advanced than Jalen that's but, true but Passing like the ball. if it's like oh get to the hoop and get me a bucket like I yeah, yeah. Jalen go do it. I think he's been our best player uh, since the All Star break. That's my that's my take. I think he's been a lot better than Tatum. He's been more consistent than Tatum, and he was turning the ball over like crazy last night. I remember we were we were we were going nuts. I was going nuts. It's just a bad. But but remember at the end of we were down by three and we were like, do we go for two or three? I'm like, go for two. Put pressure on the refs. Try to get a foul. And then you give Jalen the ball and he just dribbles into the paint. Gets the N one like just like almost unguardable. I felt I felt that it looked like he was unguardable in that in that situation. I just feel like, and then and then you have Tatum and following plays later in the second overtime where instead of just going to the paint, he's hucking up threes, and then we're letting the Knicks build up a lead, build up a lead, and then all of a sudden Tatum starts driving to the basket, getting easy layups, easy dunks, but we're already down by like five points and those it doesn't matter but yet you, well, the you were playing to do that. there i don't i don't know i thought it was the same those we were just holding the ball and throw. dribbling we were just not moving the ball i felt like earlier and i just feel like when when jalen has the ball at the end of games he's a lot 
he's a lot more willing to get two points and drive to the basket than Tatum. And he's like a lot more aggressive. He's quicker. I, I just feel like he gets the paint so much better than Tatum, at least lately. Um, which is why I just I just I don't know. I just like I like him a lot recently at the end of games. And I would be I would be, I would like I would like to see them play through him, at least until Tatum like wakes the fuck up and starts playing like he should be playing. But Sorry. right now he's just been oh look at that. Tatum's yeah, not playing tonight. tonight. Yeah. Just got the notification. Oh I'm I'm probably gonna predict a loss tonight. We're gonna get smoked because you think? Did the Cavs play last night? Our whole front court's out, bro. And Cavs are Start Blake. Start Blake tonight. So big and so long. So get tough. I think Tatum has been way too inconsistent. I still think he's 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 been good. Like he's grabbing a ton of rebounds. He's yeah and a ton of assists. Like he's just been way too inconsistent offensively. And I think that's coming down to him being way too inconsistent with his three ball. Like, yeah, it, but also sh- shooting too many, I think, is why. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair too. He he's got to figure that out. But like overall, he's he's playing fine. He he played well-ish last night, but he is taking a few too many threes when he's just not hitting enough. Yeah, like instead of like he'll start shooting threes, he'll be missing, and then instead of trying to get easy baskets. Getting the line, seeing the ball go in, like and and building some rhythm, he just keeps shooting them, and missing, and and I just feel like he's at the point where, he he can control his game much better than that, yet he makes some questionable decisions. Everything else, like you said, he does great. Rebounds well, passes the ball well. Like he got Horford the ball at the end last night for a great shot. I'll live with that any day of the week. Horford yeah, was hitting the whole night. Um, so everything else he's doing great. I just feel like some of our maybe offensive woes and like our offense being stagnant is also kind of on his shot selection. I feel like when you shoot up those threes, it just stops all rhythm and all like ball movement. And it kind of just forces us then lets the team get like a long rebound and then get out and transition quicker. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I also didn't like last night. We're really honing in on last night, which is I think is fine because it's just That's like fine. a culmin. It's a culmination of the week. I feel like um, we're we kind of jog back on defense a lot, and then that was a big thing for us last it's night. Happening against the Nets game, it was the happening at the Nets when we got up. But last awful. night, exactly. And then, but last night, like we were doing that against the Nets when we were up big. So like, you, at least you can somewhat understand why. Last night we were doing it in like a close game with the Knicks. And just letting them get easy layups. Like Josh Hart was getting easy layups. Quickly was just getting in the basket. And we were just so complacent and like absent, I felt like. And it was just so frustrating to watch. And I just feel like, I don't know. It's easy to say this, but I just feel like there's not a big enough emphasis on defense from like yeah, the, the coaching staff or something. They it's not. really could not guard quickly at no. all. At all. He had 40 points. You're letting three guys score 30 on you last night? Like, when I know RJ had 29, whatever. It's the same thing. Like, when's the last time that's happened to the Celtics? Three guys scoring 30 points on you. Like, that's not who we are. Like, you can't, you just can't let that happen. Like, like Brunson's out. You had no re- no excuse to lose that game. It's just, and then it's just our defense that that lost it. I, I feel like we it shouldn't have even been that close. Just frustrating. It was from the get-go, too. Off the tip, Quigley just dribbles up. It's a deep, like, a deep three. Like, I guess you could say live with it, but it's just letting guys like that get into rhythm and start hitting and feeling good, and then you kind of just lose it. It's just, oh, I'm ranting, but. Yeah, I I don't even know. Just, yeah, the defense isn't good enough. I don't know, like, what do you do? You point, you can't even point to. Rob being out is the reason because yeah, I don't think it's, it's been not. great with Rob in. So I, I don't know. But, yeah, the D's not the same. They're kind of a middle-of-the-pack defensive team and just not really good enough right now. I don't know what to do. I just hope it changes. I mean, we keep saying, like, we've talked about this. this, this I kind of want to think about this. We, we've been saying how, like, what's more important, a really good defense or a really good offense in the NBA, right? 
and we've kind of agreed we've agreed that it like in order to win a title like the difference is going to be the really good offense because we saw last year we had a really good defense and we lost but (laughs) but when you're playing like this like when your offense the when your peak offense is really good but your your average offense i guess across like a long period of time is not good what yeah. do you really consider? Do you consider that a really good offense or not? It's a good, it's a good point, right? Because I feel like we know how good our offense can be, but it's not even close to what we're getting on a nightly basis. So, like, at that point, that's when I. This is that when your offense is like this. I feel like that's when your defense is supposed to be the difference maker. But we don't have that, which that really concerns me. Yeah, it's. It's. I think I would say that defense raises a great defense raises your floor a lot, and you don't lose games like this game or the games like the mm. Nets game because you have that kind of just calling card, that great defense. But I, I think you're not dependent on making shots in order. Yeah, to exactly. Win but I games. think having that great offense raises your ceiling more because you can legitimately win any game. Yeah, and like you can. If if you're hot, like like if the Celtics, as you, we saw early in the year when they were hot, their whole bench was shooting forty percent and higher from three. Like we right. literally didn't lose. But yeah, it's it's tough. I don't know what happened to the defense, like because it's the exact same personnel as last yeah. year, plus Brogdon, who's not a bad defender by any means. He's a solid defender. Uh, is it he's known is to it be really good effort is the difference rob is not rob is it smart also looks so, i sort of was noticing this last night smart can't guard people on the perimeter like he did yeah, last year he's not yeah. quick enough he's, he's not i don't know what do you so your dad brought this up um like just now but Ooh. do you do you attribute it to like their mental toughness cuz that i feel like is also yeah, a a huge defense, change right? from last year. What? A huge part of defense. And I feel like last night there were glimpses of it at the end of regulation when we came back from like down. We were down seven with like a minute left. And we came back. Our defense just locked in. And we saw it also in the overtimes. Like very small glimpses of it for like one or two possessions. But then when the other team keeps hitting, it feels like we just fade. And that I feel like is is and it's it, it just that's your mental toughness right there like your, able, your ability to respond to the adversity and to you playing your ass off and the other team still being able to hit shots and then your ability to continue to play your ass off despite that and it seems like we don't have that this year or at least not to the same level as we did last year and that i think is also what makes a, a great team great and the and why we were able to make it to the to the finals is because we just kept like dealing with the punches like we kept taking them and responding and now this year i'm just like worried about it if teams like the knicks and the Cavs are able to wear you out you know yeah dude good good points i guess we'll see what this team is made of over the next few months yeah i know um so we talked about this this morning about so like the one seed how this is interesting how so now we're a game and a half back of the Bucks, which is not too bad. We have 17 games left. We still have one game left against them. Um, so it, we're not by any means out of it for the one seed, right? Um, but we're only three we're only three games ahead of the Sixers. We have seven of our next eight games are on the road. We have a long road trip ahead. Bad teams, but still on the road. Yeah, on the road. How worried are you about our seeding? Like, how badly do you want the one seed? Do you think it's crucial? Um, Overall, just how concerned are you about where we're going to be come the playoffs? I think, obviously, you do whatever you can to get the one seed. um, Just because I still think we will win our first two rounds um, and we'll be playing the Bucs in the conference finals. So, like... That game seven home court is is obviously massive. Um, but then, like, looking at sort of the other side is if we finish in two or three, we would play Philly most likely in the first round. And that would mean 
I mean, in the second, my bad, in the second round. And that would mean avoiding Cleveland or the Knicks, who have been right for us all year. I get that for sure. Um, I don't know, what, what do you think? It's tough. I go back and forth, like, yeah. By the, day kind of to to me it goes it comes down so like the point about the second round of having philly instead of the Cavs and knicks i think is is a pretty big point um and ultimately it comes down to how important do you think home court is against the bucks yeah um yeah i feel like right now i'm leaning too important and i would excuse me i think you would need it um just based off how we're playing right now, come playoffs, hopefully we're playing much better. And then in that case, I, I could be fine not having it. Um, But yeah, I think it's tough. I think you have to stay in the one or two seed. Like you can't afford to let Philly catch you. Um, And then, yeah, keep playing for the one seed. But at the end of the day, if the, the, like the cards fall where they will, two yeah. seed isn't in the world, but the two seed means maybe playing the Heat in the first round. Right now, we would, right now we would we would the Heat would be in the play in in the seven eight game. So that's like like is playing the Heat in the first round worth it to maybe get to play the Sixers in the second round instead of the Cavs and the Knicks? Yeah, the Heat the Heat are annoying because I think that would probably be like a six or seven game. They series. would turn it up against us too. After because like they the like coming off of last year's loss and everything, dude, their yeah. offense is just fucking awful. That Spo would coach circles around Missoula, yeah, <laughs> and Jimmy Butler would obviously play incredible, way better than he's playing right now. Dude, the Heat just aren't good enough, but but I, yeah, I don't want to play them in the first round, so that's another. So, all right, so here, let me offer you two things, yeah, give me the give me the rundown. Would you rather? This is for three rounds. Heat, Sixers, Bucks, or with Game Seven on the road. Yeah, with Game Seven on the road, or one of Hawks. I'm gonna pick one. I'm gonna say Hawks. Hawks. Um, or we're tiebreaker is gonna be the higher seed right now. So, or Hawks, Cavs, Bucks with home court Game Seven. Uh, probably like gun to my head, I'd pick the second one. Right. Um, I think I would too. It just it it's interesting. Like the Cavs are probably not there yet in terms of beating us. Cavs are thirteen and nineteen on the road. Holy smokes! Yeah, I didn't even know that. Um, and one of the wins is the overtime against us. Tough. You're at that. So twelve twenty, if you want. Yeah. No, that's bad. They're the worst road team. What would you pick? By far. I would pick the second one. I would pick the second one. Because I think we could sweep the first round. Yeah, and I think last year's show is that, like, getting it. Obviously, we swept the Nets, but I think that. Still, that was even The Bucks-Heat series were so grueling, so, so yeah. exhausting. Long, physical seven-game series yeah. that you, like, you got to. You can't have a seven-game series really. in the first round. Yeah, especially did the o, did the 08 team have like seven games, seven games, six games? Yeah, dude, that was so bad. It was like the Al Horford Hawks and then LeBron the and then the Pistons. Yeah. Oh, the Pistons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawks, Cavs, Pistons. I think in the Bulls was the next year. Something. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, I don't know that, but they still they still won that. Yeah. Not an ideal, <laughs> not an ideal way though to. To do it, no, no, um, no. So yeah, especially with our team, who there's so many guys that are kind of injury prone. I feel like, or a little <laughs> true, limit the little, amount of games they can get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, manage them a little early on in the playoffs if possible. Um, but yeah, uh, it it's tough. I just feel like we're not in a good, not a good spot right now. And then we have the this trip, this road trip coming up. I know you. We said it's a lot easier teams, but still, it's a long road trip. So, just a little. I'm I'm very worried right now. Oh, very worried. Yeah, very worried. Very worried. Frustrated. A little depressed. Um, I was like, if you talked to me like two weeks ago, I'd be like, oh my god, like we're 
Like, I have no doubt we're making it back to the finals now. I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Dude, even before this week, I feel like you're feeling really good. I'm I was like, on the dot. I was on, yeah. I'm definitely part, trending downwards. Before this week, we had one. Dude, I feel like this was like a worst case scenario week, almost, yeah. other than like losing <laughs> yeah, all four. So bad. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, now the Knicks are like in our heads, I feel like. like yeah. I, I don't even, they were dancing on the floor. Which last year I would have said like, us. good, like now we're going to be pissed next time we play them yeah. and we're going to like come out super hot and like respond, kind of like we did last year with the Heat after they had beaten us so many times. But now I, it's going back to that mental toughness. I'm like, I don't know if we have that edge anymore. Dude, that's a great point because we just like got sort of embarrassed in New York the week yeah. before Tatum or earlier in the exactly. week Tatum ejected like horrible. And then we just came off a Nets like disaster game, the worst loss of the season. Yeah. And then we still somehow don't have it yeah. against the Knicks, the same team that like Josh Hart without Jalen Brunson. Tatum. Yeah, without Brunson too. Shocking. Exactly. I still still feel pretty good. Um you're such an optimist. About, I don't know how you feel so good. Not not good. Like the Bucks are obviously the team to beat in the East, but I I think we got a we got a shot, man. I mean, I hope. All right, right now, know. what's your like how do you see the season ending? Right now. Right sad, now? sad boy again. What do you see? Uh like do you mean like regular season or playoffs? Playoffs, like or both. Honestly, like we finish with this seed and we lose this okay. round. Um. Yeah, we finish with the two seed. Yeah, we play the Heat in the first round and we win, barely, and like what? six games or seven six games, and then we probably play Philly in the second round. A little bit easier of a series, hopefully. But then I think we lose against the Bucks right now. And if yeah. you tell me we lose in the first round to the Heat, I'm like not shocked. I'm shocked, bro. I like I'd be shocked, like shocked with sadness, but not shocked like <laughs> like I should have seen the signs. But this is sad boy you give. Like this is yeah. like very well, like peak years. sadness. Hopefully, I hope it doesn't get worse than this. But this is like very like a lot of recency buys also. So like take it with a grain of salt, I feel like, but that's, that's where my head's at right now. What about you? Yeah. I also envision a, a conference finals loss to the Bucks. Yeah. Two seed, I think is definitely most likely just looking right at now. standings and how it's and the way the buck, we didn't even talk about this, but just the Bucks looking really good right now. Yeah. The Bucks are playing well, although choke job against uh, Philly. Yeah, we'll allow it. They won like what sixteen games in a row before that. Yeah, yeah, they get a pass. So, yeah, it's understandable. All right, what do you? Let's look at the, this week. We have we have tonight. We have Cleveland away, then Wednesday Portland at home, and then Saturday Atlanta away. Start of a long road trip. Road trip. Um, what are your? predictions oh yeah matt lost his first one this past week oh two uh, no one because we didn't even we didn't predict the next one so you're seven and one more but more eight and one it's, might be nine and one dude nine and one and i think i'm five and five yeah you're five and five you see you should just pick what i pick man what i did i thought we were going to win the next game i don't know how yeah, I did too. I picked it also. I'm yeah, going okay. this week. Yeah, you, you go, go first. Now you you're go? first. You're first. So I, you can't I think we're going to lose tonight. Um, but then I think we win Portland and Atlanta. Tonight, it, it I just is brought. I just want to double check if Brogdon's playing, but he I is. still like he is. Yeah. No, Tate. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. I want to pick. See, this is the issue. Like, I want to pick them winning all three again, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Like a, a win, a loss tonight would be really bad, but we're also in a really good position to lose. But then when we're, we're in these positions, we win or like we tend to play well, like the Bucks game a few weeks ago when we had no one. But yeah, I yeah. gotta. They deserve they they don't deserve me to believe in them right now. So I have to go loss tonight and then two wins. They have to earn that. They have to earn their respect back. <laughs> two and one's still pretty good. I agree. I think. 
this game being on the road is tough. tough. We're probably pretty exhausted. Double OT. It's going to take like a like a classic Marcus Smart like. Oh, you think? I think it needs to be like Brogdon and White. Game. White, White will be good. It could be kind of like the Bucks game. Do you do you remember that game? Yeah. Uh, yeah, really seven. close at the end, but can't pull it out. It could be like, like that. Although we do have Jalen this Yeah, Jalen. So yeah. that gives me a little more hope. But you're, we're going to see like a lot of like Blake and Muscala and maybe yeah, Cornette. that's the problem because the Cavs have a good front court. Yeah. And we are just going to be so like – like I like Blake, but like Blake, Muscala, Cornette's like such an unathletic. Yeah, it's tough. Hopefully Grant – Plays well or like hits the shots. If he hits the shots, we could we could stay, we could have a chance. I just don't know yeah. who's gonna guard Mitchell because like Smart can't keep up with him anymore. White we'll be fine Mitchell because we got Brown White and Brogdon's Brogdon. back to that's figure it out with those guys. Yeah, it'll be similar. But yeah, not really looking forward to tonight. I think Lawson yeah. as well. Cool. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we're wrong. That would be huge. <laughs> Getting three yeah, wins this week. Sweet it would be. If if we if we get three wins tonight, I feel like that's big. You can kind of hope. Let's see who the Bucks play. I'm curious. This week they are playing. Oh I mean, they played the Magic on Tuesday in Orlando, then the Nets at home, and then Golden State on Saturday. Golden State's at full strength again, so they kind of have ooh, they have Golden State, Sacramento, Phoenix, three straight. This weekend, Sacramento and Phoenix are back to back. Ooh, Bucks Phoenix is gonna be cool. Yeah, that'll be dope. That'll be really dope. How many times do we play the Bucks the rest of the year? One, only once. Mm. It'll yeah, be cool. They seem to have a pretty easy schedule after that. After that three game Golden State Sacramento Phoenix, there are hard games. They play us us once, Denver once, and Philly once. But then the rest they could probably win out. Which is crazy to say. So <laughs> one seat's probably probably gone. Yeah. I agree. All right, man. Yeah. I I'm I'm going two and one this week. Cool. Lost to the cats. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see what happens. All right. Solid episode. A lot of sad episode. A very sad episode, yeah. A lot of venting, but hopefully hopefully next week we'll be in a better mood if, if they can get a couple wins together. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Thank you.